Hey everybody, welcome to Game Punchers. No, hang on, that's right, that's shitty. Hey everybody, take welcome to the game. <laughs> what? Yes, John? I was going to say take two. <laughs> take, take three. Now it's take three. Thanks a lot, John. <laughs> Use take three. <laughs> everybody, welcome to the Game Punches Podcast, episode 129, the Thursday, the 25th of June, 2015. Game Punches is the most regressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet, and my name is Fraser. And I'm John, and you said video game. Yes, I usually miss that. <laughs> they only have one up there. It's just the one. They have the one video game up there am I in not, Canada. Am I not supposed to... one word. Sorry, and you are... Not wearing pants. Pop <laughs> <The> filter. <laughs> I just noticed the last few times I've said the intro, I missed out the video game bit. Do we say that or do we not say that? No, we do. Okay. Did you notice that I miss it then? I did. There you go. Steve notices every time. Oh, God. He, the all-seeing eyeball. <laughs> As he watches from afar with a microphone unplugged. It's, it's <laughs> sound on. Uh, yes, in case you hadn't noticed, Steve is not with us this week. Uh, we are here, the three of us, John, uh, Brendan, and myself. Uh, welcome. How are things? When, Come when does he relinquish down. When does he relinquish the rights to the show? Like, how many does he have to miss in a row? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm getting very tempted to run through every episode, do a list of who's been on what episode. At some point, I'm gonna I'm going to have more episodes than he does. Like that's coming up, right? That's got to be. <laughs> I know that's my point. <laughs> They're right behind him on the quiz wins. So oh, right. the problem, is, the, well, problem. The thing is, I think that's when when you overtake him on quiz wins. <laughs> of course, we jest. Steve is on the pedestal. Oh, he is. He is the man of the hour. He should be back next week, according to uh, some of the uh, messages we've received. He's been very, very silent the last week or so. Yeah. Well, I think Dad's in town, right? Well, Dad's in town, so it's not that he's just uh, tardy. He is, uh, I think, extremely busy. So um, there you go. Uh, Yes, so here we are. That really sounded like we all had the same dad. (laughs) Yeah, Dad's in town. (laughs) Dad, video game, Dad. We only speak in singulars here. He never loved us as much. We're just one really good voice actor. Um, we normally uh, try and keep video game related. I have a story that I've got to relate to, yes, to uh, to you guys, yes, and to to the listeners. I took my children for ice cream last night. Um, Dairy Queen. Do you have Dairy Queen in the U.S.? Oh yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, very good for you. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> yeah, we went in and we got our our ice creams, and Dairy Queen was packed. You know, usually as it usually is on a on a midweek with kids in baseball outfits or whatever. 
Did you get a poutine blizzard? No, I did not. No. Um, In fact, I didn't have one. I just I thought no, I best not. So I just got the kids an ice cream. Anyway, we were outside, and uh, this guy pulled up in a BMW, very nice BMW, and I sort of eyed the car, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a nice BMW. And, of course, you got to check who gets out of the BMW, and this uh, guy gets out of the BMW, and I thought, I rec- I'm sure I recognize that guy. And then I'm looking at him, and I realize he's wearing scrubs, and I'm like, hmm, I remember that guy. He's the guy who performed my vasectomy. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Just, oh, you come to this Dairy Queen too? <laughs> How weird! And I decided not, not to anymore. introduce myself. I just like, there's no way he remembers me. How do you sort of introduce yourself in that situation? Yeah, well, you can guess, I guess. But I figured it was probably not wise to. Hey, do you remember these? <laughs> I mean, I I don't know what the culture is up there, but I I don't know. It's not that good. It's not that liberal. <laughs> it's liberal, but it's not that liberal. So, um, yes, that was it. And the other thing, I was, I was on the Boss Wave podcast this afternoon, straight after work. So I think we should say congratulations to Boss Wave, uh, one, for having me on their podcast again. That was very nice of them. And two, for celebrating their 100th episode. Wow. Yeah, so that's a nice milestone. That was a good podcast. Uh, Bongo was on there, and Stu Fowler from Veteran Gamers. Um, Seth was back. So anybody, if you listen to... Um, uh, boss wave. I think Mike Jim was on there, but he was gone by the time I got on there. So good crowd. Definitely, that's good, be a good episode for people to listen to. So there you go. Support your local boss wave. I'd like to say that you did breeze by the fact that you had to congratulate them that you were on the show again. It's <laughs> <laughs> important. I just not forget who I am. Job well done, you guys. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. And then, like, what did you do? Get did you get get some dinner and then. Right back in the seat. Right back in the seat. Nearly. The seat nearly. was still no, warm. No, I rushed back because that was their recording on the old Brit time. So that was a rush back from work, jump on for the last half hour of it. And then, uh, you know, by the time, you know, six o'clock rolls around here, they're all getting ready for bed. So, um, yeah, so that was good. That was good. I also see we have notes here as professional podcasters we are. I yes. See we have uh, a list Oh, we always have a list. Do I have a list for you guys? I hope so. It's the top ten Sonic games. No, it's not. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> top ten video game sidekicks of all time. Okay. According to Dorkly. So you know they can be trusted. That's their name. If you can hear, that's the that's the man, the sir, in the background just whining. Hello, sir. I'm not sure what he wants, but he's laying on his side. Oh, he probably hasn't eaten. But then you know what? He can wait. Let's do a list. <laughs> so at number ten... Top 25 video game sidekicks of all time. We have Zero from the Mega Man X series. Uh, sure. I'll give, sure. Okay. I guess that's got to be on there somewhere. Yeah. From number nine. Uh, the lack of the lack of, dis- lack of reaction probably indicates yeah. you know that I haven't really played none of that series. Oh, so. oh don't worry. There's going to be a lot of lack of reaction <laughs> in this list. Okay. Uh, but there won't be for this one. Uh, Midna from... Uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Mid- Midna? Was it Midna? I haven't played that game in so long. Yes, it is Midna, and I'm yeah. well-placed to comment on that because yes. I've just finished that game. Um, I found her extremely annoying through the first part of the through the first part of the game. <laughs> and then, actually, as we got towards the end and you realize the sort of struggle that she was having and she starts to interact more on a, she, even though she's not human, more human level, you actually grow some attachment to her. And, uh, and then at the end, she turns into a right old fit piece of crumpet. Yeah. 
nice like, prince yeah. princessy type thing of the light world. So yeah, it was all right. I, I don't know what I don't know what any of those words meant, <laughs> but but sure, sure, that's fine. Um, oh, uh, number eight, uh, Tails from Sonic the Hedgehog. So high, I figured he'd be much lower on the list. The reason I picked this list, by the way, is because you're you won't guess what number one is. Tails is a fair choice. Thanks, BuzzFeed. Yeah, no problem. You'll never guess. <laughs> uh, number seven. Uh, this one is close to my heart. Potato Glados from Portal Two. Yes. That is a. She is a good sidekick. Uh, Thought she would be higher. Yeah, yeah. And this one, the next one, I, 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 I don't know. I there's a, there's a very there's a big there's a big. Rarely would you put a potato above Tails. It's Glados, man. It's Glados, oh, man. Yeah, she has okay. the best lines. When she's is that the potato. only mention of GLaDOS in the list? Yeah, well, that's the only time she's your sidekick. Oh, okay, right. Um, so number six, I don't know how I feel about this one. Uh, Garrus Valkarian, or Valkarian from uh, Mass Effect. I never liked Garrus. I love Mass Effect. But man, I Garrus I could give two shits about. Fraser, what about you? <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Yeah, how do you... How do you feel about Garrus? Let me, uh, well, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I don't. All right, so this one's like, I I don't know why this one is so high. Launchpad McQuack from DuckTales is number five on the top ten video game sidekicks of all time. Mm, I have no comment. Mm. I missed all that. That was a void in my gaming life, that period. Right, but it's in well, it's one. because you're British. You, you are living that life. That's it's true. different. Right, <laughs> but that's that, like that's really weird. Like, why not just like the, the Shira from the He-Man game is number like it just it's like it's such a no one would say oh yeah no top ten God number five's got to be Launchpad it's got to be Launchpad is that dude, the thing, hard... is that the dude that's going around in the um, helicopter yeah lame yeah all right so number four the weighted companion cube. From Portal. Okay. All right, sure. It's funny. Get it? It's better than the launch pad. Yeah. Companion. Right in the name. Number three, Yoshi. I find that people are either real hot or real cold on Yoshi. How could you not be hot on Yoshi? I. Some people find him real annoying. I don't know. He's a dinosaur. I like dinosaurs. They're all right. He's cute. Yeah, I agree. That's also a show title. I like dinosaurs. Hot on Yoshi. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Type it in. Uh, number two, the one I expected to be number one, Luigi from the Super Mario Brothers is number two. Oh. Well, yep, fair enough. Yeah. I, I, when, as soon as I clicked on this, I was like, I'm not going to use this because I already know number one is. Oh, that's not number one. So number one is Epona from Legend of Zelda. There it is. The top ten greatest video game sidekicks of all time number one the horse from the zelda games uh, congratulations horse from zelda yeah pona could be in there yeah but nah <laughs> that's that's how fraser feels about this quiz he's just like <laughs> yeah that's a list there it is the that's list it. is the done list. okay um yeah, no, I say Epona was fair. It's fair enough, Epona, but uh, I don't know. To beat out Luigi, that's harsh. Right, I thought so yeah, too, so, but I just I was just so sure that Luigi was going to be number one that I was like, all right, I'll use this list. Yeah. It's from Dorkly. Who could go? How could we go wrong? I don't know. Uh, I don't know but sure. we did. 
fair enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, this goes for some uh, what you've been playing. Uh, what's your zoom, 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 zoom. John. Mm-hmm. You. Hello. Been. Hello. Have you played video game? I have played video game. <laughs> How was video game? <laughs> video game was good. Good, uh, good. I did play a couple things. I'm um, still um, chipping away at the old blood, which is fun. Have uh, you gotten to Nazi zombies yet? No, I'm like I'm like forty percent in the game. <laughs> Not Nazi zombies is when that game becomes a lot of fun. I just got there's a part though I just uh, recently hit where um, you kind of have to go you know go kind of undercover and stash your weapons and it's just humorous. He opens the trunk and it's just like weapon after weapon putting in the mm-hmm. trunk. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Yeah, the, you know, nice little undertones in that game. Oh, but, that's when you meet that girl. Yeah. You go through the basement window. Yeah. So You're almost in Nazi zombies. Yeah. I'm close. You're right yeah. there. Just right there. So um, close you can taste them. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know what that tastes like. <laughs> Nazis. Uh, dead Nazis zombies. Is what they taste dead like. ones. <laughs> they taste like dead Nazis. Um, it's in yeah, the so name. It's true. Uh, I'm still chipping away at that, though. I'll probably get that done maybe before next week. That'd be nice. Um, but a couple things that I picked up this week, um, and by this week I mean about an hour and a half ago. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think, though, I think we need to take a moment and congratulate ourselves for all continuing to be solvent after the Steam sale has ended. Yes. We made it through another year. Well, another summer. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, this could derail John. But John, John, by the sounds of it, John needs derailing here for a second. <laughs> yep. I didn't buy anything in the Steam sale. What? Not one thing. The only thing Frasier. I did do was I got I a demo of that game that you asked me to play, which I think you're going to talk about, aren't you? I am. Okay, never mind then. I won't talk about it. So in a way, you did get something in the Steam sale, but you didn't buy anything. But I didn't buy it, no. So it's a way to participate, I guess. Yeah. Well done. So one of the things I played this week, and I mean today, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was Massive Chalice, which has been sitting on the X-Bone since, was it this month it came out? Whenever it was for free with yeah. gold. Yeah, this month. Um, and uh, yeah, not bad. I was actually kind of surprised. I mean, most of the time, something from Double Fine, you expect to be kind of goofy and whimsical and you know, that stuff, but this is a little more, I feel like, I won't say it's serious, but I'll say it's a little more mature, um, but it's a turn-based strategy game kind of in the vein of, like, XCOM and things like that, so um, you have a band of five heroes, uh, you kind of select from a range of families to have somebody from that area to help defend the kingdom, and the uh, the quote-unquote massive chalice is essentially the ruler of the kingdom and there's a male and a female voice that come from it. Yeah, that's weird. And they, yeah, so it leaves a little bit of mystery. They say, you know, we're not... They say something along the lines of, like, you know, you're not being ruled by a massive chalice, but you'll learn more as you go or whatever. But um, you get the five random heroes and they literally have hundreds of families with banners and you go through the alphabet and just pick a family name. Of course, Schaefer's in there, a la Tim Schaefer. Um, you know, but so has, is... Um, uh, Ryan Davis, uh, the guy from, the guy from Giant Bob that died um, two summers ago. He's in his 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 family is family or Taswell. Oh, yeah. yeah, family Taswell, which is oh his, that's awesome. 
his Twitter name. Yeah, that was really cool of them. Yeah, my son that's played a, this. He chose the family tomato. <laughs> yeah, so you, family Zenny. So when you load up, you can choose serious names or you can choose silly names um, to kind of you know. And there's that silliness that'll come through, um, you know, with with double fine. But um, I went through the kind of more standard serious names. I was like, let's see what, let's see how you know something different that they've done, you know, let's see how that plays out. But, um, it's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's actually really well done. Uh, you basically defend, uh, a keep. So you have your, you know, you're moving your guys around. Um, you, you can either do two short moves or a short move and attack, or just do one long move, just like XCOM. Um, and then once you come across some bad guys, then you can choose how you want to play that out. Um, and then once you defend your first keep, you go back to the, the kingdom and, um, you know, from there you start building up on the, on, on the rest of the kingdom. So you can build other keeps or buildings and put some of those families in there to help rule it. So the kind of the whole point of the game is to, to kind of spread out and take over the land. But, um, it's pretty decent. You know, I kind of went through just the first keep and then a little bit of the setting up. Um, essentially after you defend a keep, you appoint a regent and a partner, basically a king and queen from different families to start building upon that area. And then you can, um, grow their armies and things like that as well. So, uh, pretty, pretty good. Not too bad. Um, especially for free, but I was pretty impressed. It's, uh, it's got a pretty cool art style too. Sort of a minimal hand drawn ish sort of thing. Yeah. It but. doesn't look as serious as XCOM. Right. No. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not going to be some HDified graphics, but no, but it looked all right. It looked pretty slick. Yeah. From so what I saw, it's not it. really my cup of tea, but for those yeah, who they bought d- it on the Steam sale. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, they do a good hey, job whoa, of... Whoa, whoa, Sorry. Did you say you bought it on the Steam sale? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though you have it on the X-Bone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. Any other questions? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Some of us like owning video games, Frazier. Yeah, I know. I understand that. I know that. I'm not, no more Wait. questions, Your Honor. <laughs> so you're saying when Fraser says a video game, it's the one he's purchased, but everything else comes from the library. Right, library. <laughs> uh, classic. But yeah, not too bad. Pretty good. Um, they do a really good job at easing you into it because it is a lot deeper than most of the Double Fine releases. So there's a lot of a lot of things that you have to figure out and... You know, when you're learning about how to set up the the different kingdoms and picking the families and all that stuff, but um, the tutorial is pretty good. It's not too long in the teeth like a lot of tutorials can be as well for those games. So that's good. Um, and I but, I appreciated that like it's like the the first one of the first screens because I loaded it up just briefly. One of the first screens is like people are going to die. You don't want to save and reload. Just let it happen. Yeah, because that's what forms your story. Yeah, there's another mode, I think they call it, they call it like iron mode, where every save, you know, like whenever you save it, you can only overwrite the current one, you know, because some people will save something and then reload it, the right. previous one, so, yeah, but they have some pretty good options to make it, you know, pretty, pretty deep competitive game, but not bad, especially because it was free, but I think it would be good for a few bucks too, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's just one of those throwaway gold titles. Uh, no. No, it looks good. I'm I'm I want to jump into it. I just haven't haven't yet bought too many things, games yeah. and all. That's how it happens. Like that um, one. Speaking yeah. of Steam sale though, one thing I did pick up is Hand of Fate, which I've been keeping an eye on for a while. Um 
Have you guys seen this? No, I. Uh, well, I might have done, but I'm not sure. It's on. I know it's on Xbox One as well. Oh, um, Hand of Fate. I recognize Hand this. Hand of Fate. Hold on. Yeah. So essentially, it's a. Um, it's like a trading card game in a way, but they um, they pull in a little bit of. Oh. Okay. Um, that kind of top-down gameplay as well. So. You kind of play out the adventure of the card game, you know, as your hands are dealt. So, you know, you you kind of approach this guy sitting at a table. It, it kind of feels a little bit like a choose-your-own-adventure and things like D&D and all that stuff pulled into it. But the first uh, the first hand that's dealt, you kind of, you know, move your, your game piece onto the cards in a succession and you flip the card and that first, first um, hand is basically your loadout. So you flip a card and... You know, it might be like this goblin guy saying, you know, if you do me a favor, I'll I'll help you out or whatever. And you have you can choose your response. So if you just say, you know, well, what can I do to help you? And he's like, well, help me help you. And he just gives you he takes some of your food and gives you a shield. So that's how you get a shield and kind of goes through, um, you know, how you get a weapon. And then once you have your everything equipped, you flip the last cards, a set of stairs that has you ascend into the dungeon, basically. Wasn't there um, an iOS game that we were playing, which was a fighting deck of hand deck deck of cards game or something like? Uh, yes. Not Hearthstone, but Card Crawl. Yeah, I think that's it. It's the one that I had recommended at one point yeah. for you guys to check out. Um, and that's really good too. And that that one's that one's more strictly card game, and it's kind of trying to get rid of all your all your cards. Where this one's really like an, an adventure. Um, as you go through. So um, there's a bunch of different bosses you have to beat. So, you know, every every game is going towards one boss. So after you descend the stairs, um, that's kind of when the adventure mode kicks in. So once you get, like, a, if you flip a monster card, then he'll flip a card. That'll be, you know, a certain amount of dust, which means, you know, if, it, if it's a, a four of dust, that means there's four monsters you have to battle. Um, and depending on which boss you're fighting would be the theme of, of which enemies are so it's like a you know it could be bandits if it's more of like a bandit captain or um if it's like undead you know um you know warrior then it'll be like you know skeletons and stuff like that you that you fight um so when you get that uh you know the monster cards or the adventure cards that's when you actually play out the battle so using the keyboard and mouse um you know obviously via Steam, it'd be WASD to control them and the mouse to move around and then just left-clicking for um, for attack, hitting Q uh, to counter. Um, and then you know, there's other items you can get to as you go through. Like I had one where a special move was just hitting hitting two and it throws out eight daggers in, in, you know, in a, a wide range to, you know, in case you get surrounded or anything like that. Um, and then after that, you get rewarded like a token at the end. You know, you kind of accrue these tokens as, as you finish these challenges. And at the end, it unlocks more cards to add to the deck in the game, um, which means more items or more potions and things like that. Um, it's actually really good. The you know the graphics are nice. The the gameplay is pretty cool and, and how it transitions from you kind of sitting at the table with the dealer and going into the, you know, the adventure modes and everything like that. Um, you can come across a trader as you're going through because you get gold um, you know, some of the cards could have gold or some of the rewards and you can sell some of the items you have or buy new items, which is cool too. But yeah, it was really good. I think it, I got, it was like one of the days I went down to like four ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. I was going to ask you what you got cause it's 20, 20 bucks normally, 25 bucks normally. Yeah. Those are what the hard ones to, to pass up when you see them go down that much. You're telling me. 
<laughs> yeah, if you see a 75, 75 is definitely tempting. 80 is just, you're done, right? Yep. Yep. But, yeah, it's great. I'm excited to play it some more. I went through a couple of the, the bosses, and, um, you know, there could be some things where if you, if you defeat, like, the three bandits, then it goes back, and then, you know, the, the dealer will say something like, you know, one of them is playing dead. Do you want to try to attack and, and finish him, or do you want to flee? And when you do things like that, it's like a you, know, you take a chance. So basically, then he lays out four cards, and uh, three of them say success, one of them says failure, and then it flips it over and shuffles them, and you have to pick which one you want it to be. And if it's success, obviously, you know, you might get an extra item, but if it's failure, then you might lose a couple things. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of chance and gamble in that, too. But it plays really well. I definitely recommend it. Nice. It's a good... It's a good well, that's good. But, Anything else? Yeah. Uh, nothing really worth talking about. All right. you're, what you're playing is a really good like movie title. Massive Chalice, Hand of Fate. <laughs> the Reckoning. Yeah. Fish. Yeah. I played video games. Did you play video game? I did. I played video, video games. Um, I decided to go back and start Dishonored again. Well, not start it, but... Because of Steam Cloud, apparently I have a save from 2012 that's still good. So I uh, started playing Dishonored again. I I have a weird thing. Like this is how I approach most. Oh, I mean all video games. I should say, is that I'll play it in like spurts. I'll play like a 15 minute spurt, and then a 30 minute spurt, and then like you know it'll be 30 minute spurts until it finally catches me, and then I'll just play it until I, my eyes start to bleed. And I don't know what it is about Dishonored, man. I That game has so... Like, the mechanics and the spells and the, like, movement is so cool. And the story has, like, this weird occult element that's fascinating to me. But, man, I just... I get bored after 30 minutes. Like, I'll... I'll uh, with Dishonored, like, you will go... Missions are, like, staged in different areas. Mm-hmm. And you'll go from one area to another. And I'll get through an area. I'll get all the runes and all the things that are... All the secrets that are locked in it. And I'll go to the next area, and I'll be like, all right, well, that's enough for now. Yeah. So, I mean... I understand that. I don't... I think it's... I think it's I, the curse of this game. I don't know what it is. I, yeah. like, I played it. I enjoyed it. I appreciated how well it was crafted. But it was... But, you know, once I finished it, forgotten. Yeah. And, and like, I just... Like, I, there's nothing bad about this game. I'm really, like, I enjoy the time I'm playing with it. It's just as soon as I move on to the next area, my brain's like, eh, like, we've seen enough, right? Like, we can, we can go do something else. Let's go play some Mortal Kombat or something. Yeah, you know what? One of the things that I think bugs me a little bit about Dishonored is leading up to playing it, I, I'd seen the cover of the game. I hadn't really seen any gameplay or any in-game footage. But I'd heard about it, you know, this assassin type game or whatever, really right. done well. It's really slick. And then when I started playing it, it was almost like everything was really cool, except for the people were a bit cartoony. Yeah. And I sort of it I'm, took away some of the edge. I'm not edge sold of on it. the graphics of it. Yeah. Like as as much as as terrible as that sounds, like I'm just there's something about the art style that I'm not huge on. Yeah, I agree with you. And um I don't know, like, it's one of those games that just got so much critical, like, a core, like, just, like, best, you know, best game of the year, or game of the year awards and all sorts of shit, and I just, man, I don't know. I, it's okay, like, I and I'll play Dishonored too, and I can certainly appreciate what Dishonored is. It's not like I think it's a bad game, but it cannot hold my attention. I just, I, 
I am, I am, I think now halfway through the game. I finished, let's see, I installed it the night of Bethesda, and I've been playing it off and on since then. I've finished one mission total. Just because I'll, I, I just stop, like, I'll just stop every time I get to a new spot. Mm. So that's going to be a while. I do want to finish. I've like I installed a ton of games that like I that like are like okay. I'm going to need to play this because I want to play the sequel. Like um, Deus Ex. I haven't started it yet, but that's a game that I want to play. It's a game I've always like I've, I've been meaning to play. The sequel's coming out, so I want to make sure I get that done. There's a couple games like that, and Dishonored was one of them. And I'm just trudging through it slowly but surely. So uh, there'll be more on that later, I'm sure. I don't know if I'll talk about it again before I beat it because I don't, I don't know how much you really want to hear about the next combat space that I went through and yeah. got all the runes. Yeah, from. you're definitely gonna head head to the finish line on it though. Yeah, yeah, and I, and the other thing is, I bought all the stupid DLC, and now there's all this DLC that I have to play too. Yeah, it's funny. Did, oh. but did Dishonored? Yeah, I, I never played the DLC. No, I didn't either. But Dishonored is like, yeah, so throwaway. And then, but you say Deus Ex. Deus Ex was brilliant. I just think that's De- what I hear. Deus Ex is awesome. I can't wait. That's another one. That's uh, that's that's on my list. And the other thing I played, um, aside from the last thing that we'll talk about later, uh, the other thing I played was Environmental Station Alpha, which um, I guess if you were to describe Ori and the Blind Forest as like a updated modern Metroid esque game, like you know, updated graphics, great control, you know, plays great, looks great, super challenging, stuff like that. This would be the complete other end of the spectrum. I mean, it, it is a it is a Metroid game that looks like it is for the Atari. Yeah. And and the thing about it is is that it, it looks like it's for the Atari, but it's still it has modern flair that's built into like the retroism of it. I don't know if that makes sense, but like yeah, things are made of pixels, but they're made of they move better and like things feel smoother and. The effects, while they are retro effects, are nothing anything that you could have done on a on an Atari. Um, and the music's great too, but it really it really is Metroid. Like it, we talked about Axiom Verge being Metroid as well, and this one this one is too. This is you are on this weird space station that has all sorts of different environments, and uh, like there's all the monsters that crawl just on the the that have to like crawl just on the walls and there's the ones that jump down and then jump back up and you know it's 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 definitely pulling from all the metroid tropes but i i'm really enjoying it it's i i mean i love those type of games but i'm i'm really enjoying how how they are doing the the like the the i guess the 4-bit graphics and how they're like they're making it feel old but still modern mm. Fraser, did you grab the demo didn't you i grabbed the demo and played through you know probably about the first we're gonna measure it by save points probably about the first sort of two or three power-ups and first three or four save points uh it was yeah it was okay i didn't think i didn't follow it follow through and pay full pop it, for it it's one of those things i could easily pick up and play another level mm-hmm whether I will or not, that's yeah, another thing altogether. But I thought, you know, but I quite enjoyed what I played of it. I thought you would enjoy the the just the the look and feel of it. I mean, that's because you and Steve talk about you know that generation, which was yeah. You know, but you know what? I don't tend to look back on retro stuff with fondly. Rose, not that much rose tinted spectacles. I am not. I am not longing for eight bit graphics or you know anything like that really yeah 
I look I, fondly on the time and the, and the times I had with old games and back in back in day. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm not lying. But now, but, uh, yeah, now yeah. you need the graphics. You need the spoilers. You need the. Well, somebody pointed it out today. You know, I think we were talking about the on the boss wave. We were talking about the rare trilogy, the rare. Uh, whatever, not trilogy, yeah, whatever. the rare compilation no. that's coming out. And, you know, Stuart right. Fowler was very vocal about it getting too much love and praise and everybody dying to see it. He's, you know, he was saying, you know, if you go back and play these games, these old games, you know, they're still shit, you know. Yeah, a lot of rare games are shit. Uh, most rare games are shit, I'll, I'll go as far as to say. Yeah, but it's very easy for us to look back. He's saying, you know, we, we all look back and we say we loved those games back when we were younger. But did we really love all of them? You know, some of them well, we I mean, did. But. I also think we loved them because we didn't have anything else to play. Like, I think we talked about this either last week or the week yeah, before. Yeah, we have mentioned like, that before, yeah. You know, you have a Nintendo and your mom buys you the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. Like, it doesn't matter if you like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's the game you're going to play. Because that's the game you own. Yeah. So, but um, and now we're inundated with choice. How dare they? Yeah, it's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, well that's it for now. Uh, we can we can move on to the next the next thing later. Yeah, well, Environmental Station Alpha. There's a demo if you want to grab that on Steam. That's what I did. So yeah, people should. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's I think it's ten bucks. I think full price is ten bucks. If you're looking for a good Metroidvania type game, I I really I am really enjoying it. Would you still say Axiom Verge is better? Oh God, Axiom Verge is incredible. Yeah, Axiom that's Verge the one I've game. got on my radar. I'm just waiting for the price to drop on that one. It's... That did not go on sale. No, it did not. not greedy at all. dev. He's greedy dev. Greedy dev. You want twenty dollars for your pain and suffering? How dare you? It's awful. Um, okay, so I've been playing a couple of games. I purchased uh, Battlefield Hardline last week. On what? On the X, on on X-Bone. Um, it was on Ooh. sale, deals with gold, so I just picked that up. Um, and I've been playing a bit of that. I played through a bit more today. I'm doing the campaign. I haven't played any online. Um, uh, I heard from you know Duke Scath was on Veteran Gamers, was um, flying the flag for this game a few weeks ago, saying how brilliant he thought it was. Um, I haven't quite found that yet. I've only been playing the campaign. Um, I st- and actually, you know, I started off playing the campaign, and it plays out, the campaign plays out like a cheesy cop movie. Right. It's not like, I, I expect it to be thrown into a Call of Duty battlefield sort of war scenario, but in the streets. But it's not done that to me at all. In fact, it's thrown me into a, here's your partner. You, you, you were in a drug bust that went tits up, and now you've been thrown in with this other partner, and then you walk into the office. It's all like plays out like a TV show. So the cutscenes mm-hmm. of the, the, the chief of the police is saying, you know, hey, everybody, how you doing? You two in my office now. And then you give, give me your badge and gun. <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. It's just been revoked. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, you are a disgrace to the force. Then we are a disgrace to the force, apparently. And uh, then you get sent out in the mission. You know, you're trying to take down these this drug crime lord, whatever. Typically, I'm not paying that much attention. I've, I'm desperately trying to forward the cutscenes, but it won't let me. Um, is he a head of the cartel? Yeah, there is a some sort of cartel going on. Lots of cocaine. Yes. Um, but anyway, the basic mechanic Ghost is. Recon? You- yeah, you playing Ghost Recon? Cocaine? Yeah, cocaine Wildlands? Wars? Uh, it's, there was a I'm joke try- from last week. Uh, keep going, just keep going. I'm not sure. Yeah, 
You were on the show. You're throwing week. me. You're throwing me there because I'm trying to think what this game is actually like because it's not like a battlefield or a Call of Duty or anything like that at all. So you get like say one of the levels I was thrown into was you're in the, there's loads of the bad guys are in a school where you have a device where you can tag all the bad guys and then you're sort of sneaking up on them and you pull your badge out on them and they and you say hey stop in the name of the law or whatever that is he says <laughs> and then you pull your gun out and you subdue them with handcuffs and is this the academy exam after you beat this game can you basically just be a police officer in the united states is that how this works you probably could after this i guess <laughs> you can just take them down and shoot them but it's easier you know but read them their rights phrase you sort of do that and it's i don't know using the connect yeah i'm playing more <laughs> of a stealth game than anything else right now i'm just sort of you know, just wandering around, and all the the mini map shows their their field of view. So it's almost like a uh, Metal Gear Solid Metal type. Gear. Yeah, exactly like that. Um, so it's weird. It's thrown me for a loop a bit because it's not what I expected. Now I've got onto about episode three, and I've been playing it. I've been utilizing the, that mechanic much better, and hunting for the clue because there's all sorts of clues to find and things like this. And uh, if you scan some of the bad guys, like I shot a load of bad guys and then realized at the end that I hadn't made any of the real arrests that got me a good amount of coin. Um, so now I've, the last episode I played, I scanned properly, found the guys who had warrants out against them, took those guys down, found all the clues and everything. So I'm playing it, that campaign, as it's probably meant to be played. And it's pretty good. Pretty good like that. But at the same time, it's doing what an EA game historically is to me it's pretty shit too <laughs> you know it's just there's some bits of it that aren't polished as well as you think like there's one bit where the one of the bad guys is the last bad guy on the island is looking for me and he's red as well like his cone of vision is red so he knows he's looking for you and i'm hiding behind this wall and my partner is standing there right in front of him as the guy walks towards him and the guy just walks <laughs> straight past my partner and as if the game and, and nothing happens. It's janky. I had a lot of that in uh, Last of Us. It's janky, you know. So, but I mean, you th- if you if you accept that it's your partner's just, I don't know what the point of the partner is. She just seems to always be in vi- in the vision of all the bad guys and all that sort of stuff. So, I don't know. It's a little bit janky, but um, yeah, it's okay. It's a big bag of all right so far. And then I think that trend will probably continue from everything I've read about it. Really. Yeah, but I'm hoping I'm going to get some value out of the multiplayer. We'll just see. But if the multiplayer, I don't know. I haven't got it in me to be like, you know, a, um, a death death match or team slayer and try and be the best of the best of the best. We'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what I get out of that. So we'll find out. Um, uh, or if I can multiplayer with people on a friends list, that might be better. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, but the game that I have been playing the most of is... Zombie Army Trilogy. Ooh. You didn't, you didn't kill enough I have zombies? killed. I certainly tell you what, I have not killed enough Nazi zombies yet. But I have killed a lot of Nazi zombies, that's for sure. <laughs> so first off, so I covered this game briefly last week. And I did that sort of two-minute review, trying to, do, trying to give it some credit after playing it for, you know, ten minutes or whatever. But now I've put seven hours into it over the course of the week. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so I can tell you a bit more about the game. So, and actually, st- no, can't come to dinner right now. Nazi zombies. Oh man, that's, I, I'll, I'll be up in a bit. I've been obsessed by Nazi zombies for the last week, for sure. Your wife is filling out divorce papers. Yeah. So, um, for made by the people who made Sniper Elite version two. Oh, first of all, thanks very much to Sinan Kuba from uh, Rebellion, who was kind enough to give me the code. Um, so, very much appreciated. Um. Yeah, the people who made Sniper Elite then made these spin-offs, these Nazi zombie spin-offs. And I probably, in a way, sh- I wish Steve was on the show, because it turns out Steve had reviewed this game back in episode 116. So I went back and I listened to that episode last night, or his review anyway. And uh, he was giving it a lot of praise back then. Um, and I think the thing is, it's like the expendables of video games. Mm-hmm. In that there's no pretenses about it. It does what it says it's going to do. You know, it provides Nazi zombies and you just kill them. Um, you're pretty much just wandering. Around the, you know, it's third-person shooter. The mechanics works very well. Um, there's nothing clever about any of it. There's no magical secret areas or things to figure out or anything like that. It usually just gives you an objective. And it's like, okay, get to that objective. It's all the way over there. And every and, and over the course of getting to that ob- objective, you're going to have three to four stages where we're just going to throw a, th- a few hundred zo- Nazi zombies at you. And if you take them down, great. If you don't take them down, they're going to un- overpower you, kill you, and you can just start again. And it's just rinse, repeat, all the way through. And it sounds like it should be immensely boring. And yet I've put seven hours of killing Nazis. I've killed like <laughs> 1,200 Nazi zombies over the last week. And there's no sign of it abating. It's the first thing I wanted to do when I got back. I finally finished the first episode. And now I've got still got two more episodes to go. So I've put seven hours in and I'm only a third of the way through. So there's a lot of value in here too. Um, it's great. I don't remember. Sounds to me like you're uh, you're just about ready to be a police officer. <laughs> there it goes. It's more You've been than arresting people this, than... and killing Nazi zombies. Yeah, it's, I, don't, it's... I don't think there's anything else on the test. No, and it's it's one of those things... It's a bit like you saying you're dishonored. Like, you can't sit and play this game, sit down and play it for four hours and, you know, hey, I'm going to play Nazi Zombie Trilogy all afternoon. It's not going to happen. You just can't do it, right? Mm-hmm. But you can play for an hour, and you can go have mm-hmm. your dinner, and then you can come down and play for another hour, and then you can go out down to the ice cream shop and come back and play for another hour, you know? Um, yeah. I think if you're jonesing for some sort of fix of just killing lots of things and... and the sniping mechanic is brilliant. Like right? you know, certainly the first first hour or so, there's the fear factor of you being overrun. Like what is going on? These things are coming at you all the way. But as you gain your confidence later on, it actually becomes you become proactively hunting these zombies out, and then it throws you in scenarios like the end bosses and stuff like that, which are just mental. Um, but the difficulty's tweaked just perfectly, right? So it's really challenging, but you can get through it. So. It's good. I have to say, oh. I have to, I really, it's taken me by surprise. It's what it's, uh, yeah, it's really good. So it's made up of three, tri- three trilogies. The first two were on Steam, um, and you can still get those. They're very reasonably priced and usually on sale. And I think the, those first two are remastered, and then the third one's made especially for the trilogy. Um, and it's been, apparently, the first one is the worst one, the second one's better, and the third is the best, so... Only got up to go. Is it only only on the way up. Yeah, so that's brilliant. I'm really chuffed with that. I've really taken me by surprise, like I said. 
Oh, awesome. Uh-huh. Good deal. I, I was looking at it at, on the Steam sale, and it was like, I think it was 20 bucks even on sale or something. Guilty pleasure are two words that come to mind when I'm playing that game. You know, it's Police just, officer but are two that come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those. It's one of those games where you're just like, I shouldn't be having so much fun playing this game. There's nothing. To, it's almost for, so there's nothing smart or clever about it. But for yet, for some reason, I'm really enjoying it. It's weird. So there you go. There it is. Well done. And it's not. We have played yet. video games. We have. We have played video game. Finally, we finished video game. Okay, so we have <laughs> finished. Uh, so that's what we have finished video game. We've all been playing video games. That's fantastic. Um, let's push ourselves on. We have a new section here. Fish. A new segment. A segment. Talk us through what the plans are. Where are we in the plans discussions for this? <laughs> you and I have talked about it for all of maybe three minutes, and then and then we're like, "Fuck it, we'll do it live." So the plan is this: um, we were talking about, or I've been I've been sitting through and starting to play the Wonderful One Hundred and One because people tell have said to all of us how great that game is, and both Fraser and I tried it for about you know twenty twenty five minutes way back when, and wrote it off and and didn't get it. But people continue to tell us how good that game is, so we're gonna start. Maybe just checking games out that people tell us are good that we haven't had a chance to that we really haven't given a real chance to. So um, tentatively, although I think it's a pretty good name, the segment will be called "It's Shit Until We Play It." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's a, it is a good name, and that way we're gonna have to figure out music for it too. We're gonna need music for "It's Shit Until We Play It." Um, so yeah, we're gonna start with "Wonderful One Hundred One." Um, we're gonna. We'd like to get feedback if you guys have ideas for games you'd like us to play, that you know maybe we haven't yet, or you know even if it's games that we have played and you want to see if it still stacks up, that would be something interesting too. But I think um, we're gonna do Wonderful One Hundred One for at least two weeks, and then I don't know. We'll figure out what to do after that. Maybe Shenmue. Everyone seems to like Shenmue. Wow, that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, I don't know. How I mean, I that's feel about... yeah, that's the thing. It's just try to get some sort of interaction. I mean, I always love the fact if we if we have you know crossover where it's you know even though just three or four of us all playing these video games, not that often that we cross over and we're all playing the same thing at the same time. Right. Um, if we can get people out who are listeners as well who are joining us on our journeys or adventures of playing stuff, that would be great. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I, I, th- I mean, because I, I, when, I, when we were talking about it, it's like I could listen to anyone tell me how much they enjoy Mass Effect Two, like just to 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 kind of relive my joy in their joy. So even if it's a game that I've played, I like listening to other people talk about it because, like, sometimes they'll bring up something I didn't I didn't see, or sometimes they'll just bring up everything that I saw, and I'll be like, "Yep, we're on the same page, buddy." And and that's I don't know, that's cool. So. Let's talk about the wonderful 101 a little bit. Um, I'm about, I've played it for about three hours now, so I feel like a good opinion is starting to form. Um, I will. I'll start with the good stuff. Um, I get it. I get why people enjoy this. There is there is something pleasurable about making these giant weapons and then hitting robots in the face with them. Making giant weapons out of other people in your party. It's it's a weird kind of like almost Pikmin type feel where you're just being followed around by 
you know, other members of the of the wonderful whatever it's called, the wonderful 101, and and then also you can recruit civilians temporarily, and like you form a fist, you form a sword, you form weapons to attack things with, and it's just giant like Voltron y weapons that are just huge and multicolored, and it really it looks it looks pretty. Um, controls pretty well. The combat is 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 fairly satisfying. Uh oh. Yeah, here it comes. Bring it. I the game throws a lot at you. Just just a lot of information and constantly. And sometimes it throws it at you in the middle of a battle where you're rapidly tapping a button. So you miss that piece of information. And sometimes and it's an important piece of information, like how to make your dudes create a ladder so that you can climb up a building. Yeah. And and I don't know how to review that. Like, don't get me wrong. I have successfully created a ladder, but I don't know. I, I'm not always able to reproduce that success. And there's just, there's little stuff like that. The camera, I like, it may be the worst camera in any action game I've ever played because you've got this mat, this biomass of people and the camera is almost like focused exclusively on them, even in combat. So it's hard to see, and you can't really zoom it out anything. You can get there's a little bit of control there in and out, but not not nearly as much as I would like for, especially when you're in a big combat space where you can't see end to end on the screen, and there might be bad guys end to end. Yep. And then we need to talk about these fucking tanks. There's these tanks in the first level. Now, granted, I I have played it for three hours. I only have beaten the first level. I died five times. And, like, I realize that I may not be fucking fantastic at video games, but I'm not bad at video games. And, like, I am bad at this game. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a lack of information or if it's just, like, it's just, it's, 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 it's playing a, an instrument that my brain doesn't know. But, like, I, there, are the, there are these sections with these tanks that are shielded in the front. And... They shoot giant bombs at you, or jump on you, or ram into you, and they don't seem to follow any, like, rules. Like, at first they were only ramming me in straight lines, but now they, like, can turn while they're ramming. And if, like I said, if the, there was a, there was a point where I was fighting two of them in a battle space that was too big to see both of them at the same time if they were at opposite ends... So that means I can't dodge anything they shoot at me. I can't dodge when they're, like, looking to ram me or to jump on me. And I'm just dying. And, like, that's that's really frustrating. And, and like, I get that, it, that, that this is supposed to be, like, a finesse-type game. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a platinum game. It's supposed to be finesse. Mm. It's, you know. Yeah. But, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. But no, I'm no, just go gonna, I'm just going to just so, to, so that someone else comments with you. Uh and I will try and pick it up this week so I can give it another crack because that's what we do, what this, what the segment's all about. Um, <laughs> but I remember, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It telegraphs a ton of information to you, and I never felt like I, I, I was doing stuff, but I was never totally sure how I was doing it or why I was doing it. Um, yeah. And I think I might have got to the tank battles, but I had no idea what I was doing. And I don't think I got any further than that, so I'm gonna need yeah. I'm gonna need to, to to address it again. Well, maybe between the two of us, we'll have a complete understanding as to how the mechanics of the game work. Yeah, 
Maybe you'll catch the you'll catch the the little thing. Like there was one, and sometimes like the screens they tell you something that you can do, and like but like I've never got it to work. Apparently, because to make the weapons, right, you actually send your the people in your biomass out, and then they form that weapon. But you can vary the size of those weapons, so you can make a small sword, and then it's like press X for the remaining people to create a giant fist. And that hasn't worked for me once. No, wait, no, no. I take that back. It worked for me once in the middle of a tank fight, and I have no idea what the fuck I did. Yeah. And, and, but even, and I can re- that stuff's frustrating. I can, so frustrating. I can even remember at one point I just needed to create, I think, a fist or something like that just to hit a button or bash something to get to the next stage. Yeah. And I still couldn't figure out how to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll need to check that out. Let's not... Um, We're not going to pass judgment yet because I'm only... A, I'm only a level in. Yeah, let, like, yeah, let's not pass judgment, and I'm just trying to keep an eye on the time too. But so, and I'll hopefully be able to add to this conversation next week, and okay. maybe if we're lucky, um, you, the listener, can too. Yeah, because okay. I, I want to hear. I want to. It's one of those things where, like Alan Wake, I, everyone says this is good, and I and I don't get it yet. Maybe I will, but I don't get it yet. God, that'd be another good one to do. No, I'm not playing for <laughs> Alan Wake again. Fuck that okay. game. <laughs> All right, well, let's... Um, oh, and we all have Wii U's, so, John, you could get in on this, too. Yeah, you go to the I library, could. John. What if I don't know if my library has it? Actually, I think I bought it on Amazon for, like, 10 bucks. There you go. So. Okay. Let's uh, scoot through the news, then. All right, news. News, news, news. Uh, uh, can be we uh, cue some news music, please? Very nice. That's my favorite news ditty. This is a great piece of news. The original news. Dun, 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 dun. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking new ground. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? Um, news from Japan. News from Japan. Japan. Last E3, Xbox or Microsoft, you know, they showed Crackdown. They showed all these old IPs that they were remaking into new games. And one of them was Phantom Dust, which was a game that I think two people bought. And I was one of them. Uh, and my buddy Tim was the other one, and it's a fantastic like card battler um, that was on the original Xbox. And they announced that they were they were making a an updated version for the Xbox One. And now that now they're not. Oh um, yeah, didn't they show this at uh, E3 last yeah. year? Yeah, they showed it at E3 last year. Was that the one? Did with you the just park say that? Because I was uh... just not listening. Then if you, that's what no, you no, just yeah, said. No, no, yeah, that's all right. Um, yeah, it's the one with the park bench, Sean. That's the one. And so. Like, I was super stoked. My buddy Tim was super stoked. I was ready to... And, and I guess uh, Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, loves Phantom Dust, or so he says. Yeah, wasn't there an um, Easter egg in the, in the trailer as well? I can't remember. If you looked maybe. at Gears of War Easter egg, I, it, I think it was. Oh, oh, maybe there was. It wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, I, they, they haven't abandoned it, they said. It's just no longer an active development. So, we'll see. But man, that's that's too bad. Sorry for your loss. Yeah. Me too. Uh, so, uh, you know, if you were thinking about buying Batman Arkham Knight on the PC, don't, because it's fucked. Apparently so. It's it's in real bad shape. In fact, I just I just saw an update. They uh, just now have suspended new sales of that game on PC. Oh, have they? All right. Well, yeah. look, okay, I'm just going to have to put a caveat in here. If you're listening to the, the Boss Wave podcast uh, that comes out probably in the next few days, um, I actually said that i thought the pc master race were overreacting and picking up their pitchforks and uh but actually since i recorded that the the 
th- two or three hours <laughs> since I recorded that, my views might have changed slightly as I was reading more and more. And if, and I I did quote like one of my friends on um, uh, Twitter had said he was playing on the PC and hadn't really seen any issues. And then I just well, picked up a Twitter before we started recording tonight and said he's dropping it and not coming back to it till it's patched. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that the, the bulk of the problem comes with the fact that the game is locked at 30 frames per second, and it's supposed to be because that's what they, quote, optimized for. I guess later on in the game, even that that reasoning gets a little iffy, but you can unlock the frame rate. So you edit an INI file, it's PC gaming, whatever, and of course people found that, and the game runs like shit yeah. once you unlock the frame rate. So, yeah, um, but yeah, they just, I, I imagine... I imagine Warner got just inundated with Steam refunds. Just like I, I mean, that game on Metacritic right now is like a, a three or a four for PC on user reviews. Right. So yeah, um, I still think there's probably an element of pitchforking going on. Oh, absolutely! No, no, don't make no mistake. There is definitely an element of pitchforking, but still, it does it does seem to be somewhat legitimate. I would still buy it and play it. Um, I'm a little miffed that I didn't get it with my wife's 970 because I bought it too early. But um, that's all right. I'm not mad. I'll buy the Game of the Year edition when it's $8 on Steam. Yeah, which sounds like it won't be too That'll long do. away. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, oh, by the way, say the PS4 version is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Well, Digital Foundry, uh, the Eurogamer guys were like, this is a marvel uh, like of technology what they were able to pull off and it looked I've, i watched a quick play of it or a quick look of it on game on uh giant bomb and it looks fantastic i i, I want to play that game real bad but um i guess i'll be waiting all right moving on uh reggie fisame i had to phonetically spell that in the notes because i have never actually said his last name i've only read it and it's always phil's aim but anyway, Reggie Fisame knows we want a Metroid title. And according to an interview with Kotaku, he said, Look, we know the fans want a straight-up Samus Aran game. Which is a weird way to say it, but okay. We also know the best way to launch a game like that is to surprise and delight them. To give them a launch date in an environment that lets them play it uh, versus what other companies do when they announce a project that may not they may not see for five or six years. It's just the way we do things. We know the community wants to see a straight-up Metroid game. We know it. Which would lead me to believe that it is in development and it will be coming out for whatever the next Nintendo system is. Could be. Because, yeah, I don't think we're going to see very many Wii U games anymore. But that's fair enough as well. You know, this is, you know, like Bethesda. Here's the game and it's, you know, and it's coming. Right, no. It's just around the the corner. Not this bullshit division stuff that we keep seeing, which is, you know, how many E3s are going to, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and like, listen... We're not gonna. The Final Fantasy VII is the remake of that. It's not coming. It's not coming anytime soon either. <gasps> See, it's not so. Oh, it's so. It is so. And and Shenmue Three, please. They haven't even finished that Kickstarter yet. <laughs> All right. Finally tonight, although someone has put a, a, a another another story in here, I'll let them. I'll let whoever put that in there. I will let them. I will let them tell that story. Um, <laughs> my final story tonight. Uh, you guys remember about ten years ago there was a Spy Hunter game starring The Rock that came out on PlayStation Two and Xbox. No. Okay. Well, there was a Spy Hunter game starring. For good reason. Yeah, there was a Spy Hunter game starring <laughs> The Rock because there was going to be a movie based around it, and like the movie fell through, but they were already so far in the game that you just finished it and, and shit it out. 
Well, looks like The Rock is going to be maybe 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 going down that same road again. Uh, he has agreed to star and produce a Rampage movie. You know, all right, the one with the giant the one, monsters, the one with the giant monsters in the buildings, right? That's that's riveting. Is he going to give them a rock bottom? Yeah, I hope so. The people's elbow. I hope. <laughs> I don't um, know how, man. If they can make a movie called Out of Battleship, I don't know. They, well, these guys well, can, they be, can do anything. They can work their listen, magic. Listen, did they really make a movie out of Battleship? Like, or I don't was think it, it a war movie <laughs> called did, Battleship? Well, no, 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 no. Did anyone see that movie? No. No. No, no one did. It's like Inception. We all just believe that Battleship the movie exists. But it doesn't really. Or maybe it does. Either way, it's not based off that fucking game. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Not Rampage. bad. What's this for last bit of Rust news? Speaking of here? Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, I just figured that your news category was just called The Fuck. And so I added to it. Well, you know, that was it just is. the title of that one. So, um... Rust has added an update uh, that randomly generates the player's Wang size based on their Steam ID. <laughs> well, well, well. So apparently it takes a 64-bit Steam ID and uses it as a random seed, which is then used to randomize a bunch of stuff about the player, including what they're packing. <laughs> well, that's important. Uh, yeah, and they said it was something they weren't planning on doing, but it just... They realized that they could. I'm not. Please, didn't, you not know. planning on. It's not like that's like a like a some sort of like mathematical aberration. Exactly. They're like, oh, and look at that! It also shows his dick size as well. Weird. What, a, what an unintended side effect. Yeah, but am I reading this um, correctly? Is it, are we? Is it because the dick size is one of those things that it does? That's what everyone's picking up on. But actually, it will randomize or. Do stuff like your hair and your facial features and stuff like that. Yeah, it does everything. Yeah, it does everything. Okay. Yeah, it does everything. Um, but really, we only care about the penis size. Right. Right. It's not the size well, yeah. that matters. It's your 64-bit Steam ID. Yeah, it'll randomize everything. So but, my, you know, that's what my wife says anyway. <laughs> if there's any truth to that. They're there. Oh, no, it's okay. It's just your Steam ID. <laughs> hey, I have a very low Steam ID. I'll have you know. <laughs> kind of a big deal. So the, the way everybody twisted the story was almost to make it seem like, you know, the more achievements and game library and stuff you have, you know, it will show. I'm all Steam but. cards, no Steam ID. <laughs> oh, that's good. But yeah, so that's a, that's a good one. That was fun. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Good old Rust. That game never goes on sale. Uh, no. Assholes. Greedy fucking devs. Oh, I don't know. That's Gary for you. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Gary. Okay. Done. News finished. Charts. Charts okay. finished. Yep. Let's go charts. You guys want to do the charts? Sure. Sure. Okay. I'll do the West. You can do Japan. Fight amongst yourselves. I'll do the North. Fight! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, coming in at number 10 Minecraft Xbox Edition. It shall not I imagine- die. I imagine it's uh, for the Xbox One. Number nine, Destiny. Ooh. A lot of people angry about that, too. Uh, I didn't go over that in the news, but a lot of people angry about that. Number eight, Splatoon. They just announced that, that has sold a million units, so that's good news. Yep. 
Um, number seven, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh, number six, Payday 2 Crime Wave Edition. I have heard that this is broke-ass game on the consoles. Could be. Could be. It could be. Don't quote me on that, though. Listen, no one bought that game. Well, I guess, no, I, I take it back. I guess people did buy that game. Weird. Um, I have that game. I have it on PC. You bought it on the consoles? No, I have it on PC, too. Yeah, I did, too. All right, number five. FIFA. FIFA. With women. With with ladies. (laughs) Oh, no, that's in FIFA 16, isn't it? That's FIFA 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're not not progressive enough yet. Uh, Number four, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number three, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which reminds me, another week. Another week we've made it without Steve talking about The Witcher. Oh, yeah. Uh, Number two, The Elder Scrolls Online. Ooh, guess what? What, what, what? I got an email from my library today. Yeah? Copy of My copy of Elder Scrolls Online is in. Right, but... Uh, I know. Like, I know. It's toilet. It's supposed to be toilet. No, 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 no. But, like, you register a CD key. I'm not, like... You can't just, like... Yeah, it's free to play, though, now, isn't it? Uh, not on... Well, maybe it is. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Listen. I'll find out. Hey. Listen, let your library sets hey. sort that out. That's not your responsibility. If only we had some medium for me to get the game and then talk about it. No, no, no. Let's not get crazy. Um, and number one, Lego Jurassic World. Number one in your hearts, number one in the box office. Yeah. Very good. I'll wait for that to be in about six months to be five bucks. Yeah, exactly. John, Or at take the it library. Away. <laughs> so, time for Japan. Coming in at number 10, Nintendo Presents Style Boutique 3 Kira Kira Code for the 3DS. Oh, this one's great. Coming in at number 9 is <laughs> Sheer and the Wanderer 5 Plus Fortune Tower to Unmay No Dice. No Dice. PS Vita. No Dice. No Dice. No man. Dice. No, t- no quarter, no dice. This is a, a tough one. Coming in at number 8 is Alien Isolation. <laughs> or Alien Isolation. Alien. For the PS4. <laughs> Uh, coming in at number 7 is The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt for the PS4. Coming in at number 6 is Minecraft PlayStation Vita Edition. Um, coming in at number 5 is Mario Kart 8. Duh. Coming in at number 4 is Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky FC Evolution for the PS4. Sounds like, sounds like an RPG, but also like a motorbike game. Yeah, Trails in the Sky. Evolution. FC. Uh, <laughs> coming at number three is Splatoon <laughs> for the Wii U. <laughs> coming at number two is uh, Dragon Ball Z Extreme Extreme Butuden. Butauden. Uh-huh. For the 3DS. But Butuden. That's the one. Ballsy. Yep. Balls. Ballsy. Coming at number one is Rhythm Paradise, the best plus. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better. <laughs> it is now best plus. Nice. Oh, shit. I got to get, get these quizzes here. Hold on. That's okay. Good old Japan. The Japan charts are showing far more Variety. large console releases than they ever have. Yeah, which is weird because consoles don't sell over there. So that's certainly not something we're used to. Yeah. All right, gents. Are you ready to answer questions about video games? Wait, more than one? Yeah. 
Well, I, I'm not going to spoil the surprise. There may be more than one. <laughs> All right. I yes, fish. I am ready. All right. How do? Uh, what is the quick way to do this? I don't want to do first to three because that takes forever. What's the best way to do this? Best of three. Uh, best of three. Best of three. three quick. That seems like that seems real. <laughs> seems real short. How about we do best of five? How about that? Sure. If you have right. best yep. of five, or best of six, uh, whatever. Anyway, first one. First one to two. <laughs> no, we'll do first one to three. Fuck it. Whoever answers first this question. <laughs> Fraser, heads or tails? Tails. I was heads. I'm sorry, John. Are you going to pass or play? Stuck on those sidekicks, huh? Uh, I will play. Well, all oh. right. <clears throat> ba boom. <laughs> it was zero. Wah, wah. Uh, oh, all right. Ba, 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 na, ba. What gaming systems were released in 2006, only eight days apart? Was it? The Atari 5200 and PlayStation? The PlayStation 3 and Wii? The Xbox 360 and DS Lite? Or the PlayStation Portable and the Wii? Hmm. Can you repeat that answer, please? Yes. uh, A would be Atari 5200 and PlayStation. B would be the PlayStation 3 and the Wii. C would be the Xbox 360 and the DS Lite. And 4 would be the PlayStation Portable and the Wii. I am going to go with... PlayStation and the Wii? That is correct. PlayStation 3 and the Wii. I worked at GameStop and it was the worst. That was the worst week. Anyway. Alright. Fraser, are you ready? Yes. This is going to be a tough one. I hope you're sitting down. Super Smash Brothers is made for what company's game console? Is it A, Sony, (laughs) B, Microsoft, C, Nintendo, or 4, Atari? This is what you call unfiltered quiz results. (laughs) Quiz up results, right? That's right. Nintendo. That's correct. All right. All tied up. Don't worry, John. This one's an easy one, too. How many mountains can a player climb in Ice Climber? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> is, it, is it 18, 6, 32, or 0? <laughs> <laughs> what? Fixated on those uh, sidekicks again. Um, you should have passed. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna go with uh, with 18. I'm sorry, the answer is 32. Don't worry, <laughs> Fraser won't get this one. <laughs> Fraser, when it comes to system failures, what console does the term "Red Ring of Death" refer to? <laughs> is it the Sega Dreamcast, the Xbox 360? The Nintendo 64 or the PS2? Man, if only I had experienced the ring of red ring of death myself six times. <laughs> you might know this. Uh, the Xbox 360. That's correct. Hurrah! All right, John. God this bless one. I that think machine. you might. I think. I think you might get this one. Which of these is not a video game system? The Sega 32X, the Virtual Boy, the Jaguar, or the CDE? The wait what? Um. <laughs> wait what? <laughs> Which one of these is not a video game system? The 32X, the Virtual Boy, 
the Jaguar, or the CDE? I'm going to go with the CDE. That is correct. Good. All right, here we go. Match point. Well, I guess no. I usually call it Jaguar. I thought it was a trick question for a second. Yeah, it's actually Frazier's car. Jaguar. Jaguar. All right, Frazier, you ready? (laughs) Bring it. Which Sony game console followed the PlayStation? Oh, no. Was it the PlayStation Dreamcast, the PlayStation Extreme, the PlayStation Xbox, or the PlayStation 2? Ooh, I'm going to have to go out on a limb here and say the PlayStation 2. (laughs) Yes. Worst quiz ever. Can you you report questions for just being horribly... Horribly simple. Horribly. I think you can report the quiz master. Like, sorry, oh, this God. is common knowledge. <laughs> I'm sorry. You should have passed. Sorry, John. Do you get a ch- Wait, uh, do the rules say that he gets a chance to answer, or is that it? We said first to three, right? Well, we've both had three questions. Yes, and you've gotten three right, and you missed one. I think let's wrap this quiz up. All right. You don't <laughs> want to know who the main character in Splinter Cell was? <laughs> Sam Archer... Sam Violinist (laughs) Sterling Archer Sam Shoemaker Great Yosemite Sam Are we declaring me the winner? Because I'll take the victory Yes, we're declaring you the winner It's hollow on that one But I'll type it in anyway That was just up up to chance Wow If if he had passed, he would have won And you would have been just as angry as I was last week Yeah (laughs) Brilliant that's good. Okay. All right. Well, that wraps that up. We've actually... I was worried. I thought we were going to go way over time. We're actually... Well, that's what you get for rushing us. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, that's fine. No one's going to... We'll just wrap it up then, I guess. I guess so. Uh, do we Wizard? have any community? <laughs> I was just we trying to don't. check that. There's a lot of us talking to each other in there. Yeah. Um, um, are you looking at the social side of Gmail? No, I'm looking just at Twitter mentions. Um, yeah, that's sort of what I'm looking at. I'll give some shout-outs then, but what I can see here, Katie Stubbs, Darth Chipper, legendary champion, I know him. We got yeah, a new yeah. one, Katie Stubbs. Yes, Katie Stubbs is following us. Actually, Katie, Katie Stubbs, I um, know Katie from, she's very active, chatting back and forth to the same coin guys. Um, and she's done some Twitch streaming. I went and watched some of her Twitch streams. I heartily recommend you go check that out. All right. Um, she's very good. And who else have we got here? Dad Thulu. What up with Dad? He was, he was supposed to be on tonight, and then decided he couldn't. Yeah. I was gonna. We were gonna talk about how I swapped out the square gates in my arcade sticks for octagonal gates but you guys you guys don't give a fuck about that he would have cared <laughs> what a shame he would he would have cared that he would have he would have been like man that sounds awesome uh, we could have we could have had a good time thanks a lot uh maybe uh, well another time maybe uh Stu lecky uh some interaction Stu's just taking the plunge and bought an xbox one good luck with that Stu. he got a little Make reply sure from the xbox account Oh, As well, yeah. Oh, they said something like, "Nice well, they move." Like, sorry, we we canceled <laughs> Phantom Dust. Sorry about that. 
you can re- you can still return it probably. Uh, best uh, regards to Chapstickle Ian Chadwick who uh, has dropped us a few lines. He's in the chat right now if you want to talk to him. Oh, is he? He is. But, oh yeah, you didn't. You left your iPad upstairs. Okay, so who do we have in the uh, in there right now? Well, we had Wyatt. He had to go, and then we had someone new who found us through just looking through the podcast things. By the name of Barf Damog. Hello. B A R F D A M A W G. Barf Damog. Barf Damog. Oh. Sweet. Sure. Good deal. Yeah. And Chapsticles in there. Yep, Chapsticles in there now. Nice. Talking about how he's going to have Indian food tonight. Nice. My favorite Australian. It's winter in Australia. That 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 makes me that weirds me out every time I think about it. It's not really winter over there, is it? It's not proper winter. It gets cold there. How cold? Well, I mean, it's the desert. Yeah. Okay. Uh, redacted, elusive man. That's Mark. He's the new host on Boss Wave, doing a sterling job over there. And if I missed anyone else out. Ethel the Frog, Richard Natras, Darren Kavanaugh-Key. I think that's about it. Well, at some point we're going to have to start including Steve in there. Steve since, Pendlebury. Since, he, since he's never on the show. Steve, come back, please. <laughs> okay, well, I'm stalling for time now on the social bit. Uh, we have no mess- other messages. John, do you want to wrap it up? Absolutely. Uh, we are on Twitter at Game Pushers Pod. I'm at John LaValley. I am at Fraser Moo. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am at I am at the Jesus fish. That be that fifth. It's spelled like it sounds. Spelled like it sounds. The like the word. The Jesus fifth. Jesus. It's spelled like it sounds. We have a website. It's gamepunchers.com. Almost said pod. There's no pod in that. No. Uh, at all. Not at all. Um, and we are on iTunes. Just search Game Punchers. You'll find us. You probably have. We say this all the time. But if you have yet to leave a review or rating, please do so and spread the word. Or don't. Yep. Wow. It's, a, it's, it's your call. Wow. I um, got Nancy over here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Or go get fucked. Whatever. Yep. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Sorry, it's the end of the show. I've had enough now. <laughs> yeah, leave, leave the podcast today. Fuck off. <laughs> leave a review or drop off a bridge. I mean, it's, it's your life. <laughs> As Bon Jovi would say, it's your life. It's now or never. Um, we are, every Wednesday, we broadcast 9.30 Eastern-ish. Just keep an eye on the Twitters for the link, twitch.tv slash GamePunchersPod. And you can join us live. Or don't. In the chat room. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> or get fucked. How about that? There we go. How about you do that instead? See, you picking up, getting the hint yet. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> don't worry, Either way, you don't can worry, let us know. Don't worry, Steve, we're driving the, the show forward. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the best line in The Departed. When he's like, what are you going to do? Or, I don't remember what he says, but he's like, maybe maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> Whichever your preference, let us know. GamePunchersPod at gmail.com. <laughs> that's a show. That's a show. There it that's is. how you get a show. Okay, all right, let's wrap it up. Say goodbye. Oh, well, we wrapped it up. Wait, uh, no, we gotta say wizard. We gotta say wizard. We gotta say wizard. Okay, say, say some wizards and then let's get out of here. Some wow. wizards. Some wizards. Some wizards. <laughs>